welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast. Welcome. Uh, today we are going to be talking a little bit about Cerner EPR and what that means for everyone at our trust. So to start, would you all like to introduce... I'm, I'm Rakesh Patel. So I'm the Chief Clinical Information Officer at the hospital. I'm also an interventional radiologist and I've been at Hillington for the last 10 years. Um, as Chief Clinical Information Officer, my role is basically to be the clinical lead for this project and ensure that what we are installing or implementing at Hillingdon is clinically safe and aligns with our current clinical workflows and processes. Hi everyone, I'm Louise. I'm new to the Trust and I'm your Cerner Divisional Operations Tra Transformation Manager. So I'm looking after all of the operations element of the Cerner implementation. So I'm Pranjit. I'm the Chief Nurse Information Officer. So I cover nursing, therapy and uh, the maternity midwifery side of um, the project. And um, very similar role to Rakesh in that I do all of the safety and process um, work uh, around CERNA for, for those areas. Uh, but I'm also the lead nurse for the redevelopment of our new hospital as well. So brilliant. As I'm sure very many people are already aware, uh, CERNA is coming imminently. Uh, it's going to be launching in November and that means all of our patient records will be going digital. So what are the benefits? What does this mean, first of all, for clinicians? For clinicians, it essentially means that we will have a single joined up clinical record instead of lots of clinical applications that we have to log into and extract nuggets of information. And this clinical system is just not for Hillingdon, it's across the sector. So the CERN electronic patient record that we will be using is currently live at Imperial and Chelsea and Westminster. And that instance or domain is being extended to us at Hillingdon, London Northwest Hospital. So we will, as soon as we go live, we will then have access to the patient record for each patient, not just within our organisation, but to that patient's record in all the other three acute hospitals in our sector. So really, that means much better quality of information and that it's easier for everyone to access what they need for their jobs, presumably. Um, so that's the clinical side. What what might it mean for other staff at the organisation and, and how might it I think so overall we'll have a better view of what's going on with the patient pathway so if the patient comes in and is referred to us we'll see them from start to finish and we'll have that really nicely clearly in CERNA as an overview but then if we're referring our patient out to anywhere in the sector we'll have then that clear overview so there'll be no longer where you send your patient off to an, another trust and then you, you wonder what happened to them there is that sort of clear overview path of how what's going on and when they come back to you you've got that clear history of what's happened and it's not then reliant on the poor patient at the end of it telling you their whole story so the bookings process becomes about 10 times easier. And may I add something in for nursing so for nursing at the moment everything is paper-based okay so what this will allow nursing to do and progress is the staff will then be able to use the information in the EPR to empower their uh, responsibility to provide care for their patients and improve the quality and reporting um, to actually improve um, how they deliver and what they do for the patient. 
is about patient safety in producing consistent defensible documentation and record keeping, but it also helps to improve patient outcomes and transform um, of the way that we actually provide care and improve quality. And by doing all of those things that we'll be empowering patients so that they are clear in the care and the treatment needs along with their carers as well. It, it basically will be documented in a way and shared with them, which up to now we, we don't really do very well um, in the NHS. Benefits to this, uh, but this is also going to be a very big change for a lot of our staff members. And I know that this is replacing some of the systems that people currently use. What, what do people need to do to prepare and what are some of the challenges that we think we might face in this transition? So the change from paper to um, an electronic patient digitised system is, is, is the biggest challenge and it's about how um, they, I think people use um, digital a lot at home and in their other sort of private lives but in the healthcare, it's it's basically going to allow them to assess and and actually and share that information much much more easier with other members of the team. So it's that whole visibility of it. But I think there are a lot of nurses who see it as a, a PC as a barrier and slowing them down, and that that it's going to be more important in. Uh, to capture the data rather than actually give the care. So it's finding that balance. So we've, we're having a lot of sort of discussions with the team about how it actually will help reduce the burden of the documentation and, and everything for them. But so in with that respect, we've actually done a time and motion study already, looking at how long it takes to do certain tasks on um, four, four wards uh, within the trust. And then we will do another study um, once um, we're live with CERNA for after about six to 10 months to see what's actually improved. And uh, I know it's a it's sort of arbitrary looking at timings and, and interruptions, but it will show us if um, they have actually changed the way that they work. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, it does. Um, also, so if people are a bit worried about it or need some support, where can they go to get that? Myself, uh, Ranjit and Louise, um, we are very, very, we're very open to people contacting us directly to have any queries they have. Um, we're based in Old Audubon, so if you have any queries, you can pop down and just kind of ask us any questions you do have. I think just coming back on which staff will be affected and how they'll be affected, um, a lot of the clinical systems we have in play at the moment will be turned off when we go live with CERNA. And this includes the systems such as EPRO, Nerve Centre, HCR, HOBS, PAS and NeuroKing. So I would kind of just convey to um, all staff that if you are currently using these systems, you will be affected when CERNA comes live. And it's very important that you understand how you will be, how things will change for you. And if you aren't sure, then speak to your line managers and come and speak to us and we'll kind of help you through the process. If you are managing a team, what, what do you need to do at this stage to make sure that your department is ready? So for nursing, we're actually engaging with all of the matrons and the ward managers and we're actually going through what 
requirements that they will have to go through and some, give them some guidance. So um, prior to um, the training starting, we've actually done a training needs uh, um, analysis for all staff to look at their digital competency and that will then translate into the type of training that they will need. Um, we're making um, sure that our um, learning management system, um, which will hold all of the training, is easy accessible and actually works for what we want to do with the booking of training and also getting that reflected within the e-roster system for nursing and therapy and, and maternity uh, midwives. Brilliant. Um, is there anything else that anyone else would like to cover while we're here? With regards to getting your team ready from the clinical side, this programme's kicked off in about September 2021 and we did a lot of work around what the current state is and how the current clinical flows are. So all the departments, we've already mapped out current processes and developed something called a start, stop, continue, which for each department outlines which processes are going to change and which processes are going to, are going to continue as is. So as a department, if you're not aware of how these processes are going to change, then I think that's what we need to be talking to within your department as lead of a department. And then there's other just more um, practical things, ensuring that all staff do have a smart card and have registered for unlocking as well. It's also um, getting them ready to use um, equipment that they've not used before for capturing observations, um, for the way that we actually administer drugs. Um, so it's not just the, the use of the computer and capturing the digital information in that way. It's also basically looking at what else is going to basically support um, um, their role as well. Great. Just to finish, uh, does anyone have any kind of key messages that you want people to take away from this podcast? And also, is there one thing that you're particularly excited about with CERNA? I think the one thing I want everyone to take away is to engage in their training as much as possible. As uh, Ranjit said, it's all been mapped out for them what they need. But, you know, we can't do our classic thing of sometimes where we skip through e-learning training or, you know, you know, half listen in a training session. Really engage with it because this is this is going to be your next, you know, your vital life support for the next phase of the project. Um, that would be my one take takeaway for everyone. Um, but I'm really excited for everyone because this is a massive change, but it's going to make the world of difference to both patients and staff. Um, and I think once you get used to the system, you will enjoy using it and you will feel that it's been a beneficial change for the trust. Yeah, when we've actually spoken to um, other staff in other hospitals who've taken CERNA, um, they don't actually want it to to be removed now. They're, they're, they're dependent on it and they can see the benefits of it. I think it's the initial fear of anything new and that change process. And that's really what we're here to support them with, to make sure that they understand they're not alone and that there's a whole team behind them and, and we can support them. Yeah, and I think I'd, I'll just add that this is the biggest transformation that Hilland Hospital will be going through prior to the new build hospital. And I see this as the stepping stone for us to go from where we've been very um, paper heavy, uh, not using the latest technology to us then starting 
getting used to digital transfer case, transformation, moving quickly, adapting to change, and getting ready for us to move into the new hospital in five years' time. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.